Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. We fly safe planes. We don't put airplanes in the air that we don't have 100% confidence in. Boeing's CEO grilled on Capitol Hill after a series of scary incidents. One of your nose tires just came off. It just rolled off the runway. I'm here to, number one, recognize the seriousness. Number two, to share everything I can and answer all their questions because they have a lot of them. The CBS Evening News begins now. Thank you for being with us. Well, you just heard from Boeing's CEO as America's largest airplane manufacturer. He is under increased scrutiny. The FAA is now investigating a new incident after the front nose wheel of a Delta plane fell off over the weekend. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is going to join us in just a moment to discuss this allegation that Boeing misinstalled that side panel of a plane that blew out mid-flight. We are also watching dangerous weather across the country, a state of emergency out west. The video of a dramatic water rescue of a woman who was stranded for 14 hours. Well, that same storm system in the south now, 36 million people are under flood watches across seven states. Why scientists are warning weather like this is becoming more common. We begin with Donald Trump's double-digit win over Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. The big question tonight, what does that mean for the future of the former governor's campaign? Take a look at this map. The former president's back-to-back wins make the road forward complicated for Haley. And she's in South Carolina tonight, and that's where CBS's Caitlin Huey-Burns is speaking with voters in the Palmetto State. Carolina. Nikki Haley insists she's still in the hunt for the Republican presidential nomination the day after losing the New Hampshire primary. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. And 
the next one is my sweet state of South Carolina. Haley's persistence appears to frustrate Donald Trump. Wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. But I don't get too angry. I get even. South Carolina Republican voter Shauna King doesn't like that tone. Trump is going to try and force her out. He's going to try and intimidate, make her look bad. But Lauren Poe is still on the fence. I like Trump. I think he can fix all our problems, but I don't want the chaos of... The Trump-Biden thing. Trump is in a commanding position in South Carolina. Uh, I think for all practical purposes, the primary is over. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham is one of more than 160 Republican members of Congress backing Trump, a sign the GOP is rallying around his campaign. President Biden is already in general election mode, saying it is now clear that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. And the stakes could not be higher. Biden used his endorsement today by the United Auto Workers to highlight the differences with Trump. Tens of thousands of auto jobs were lost nationwide during Trump's presidency. During my presidency, we've opened 20 auto factories and more to come. RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel encouraged Haley to drop out of the race, saying the math just doesn't add up for the former South Carolina governor. Meanwhile, after his New Hampshire victory last night, Donald Trump secured the endorsements from two new Republican senators. Nora? Caitlin Huey Burns in South Carolina tonight. Thank you. CBS Chief Election Campaign Correspondent Robert Costa is with us now. All right, Robert, we were talking about this last night. Big donors in the Republican Party were watching to see just how large Donald Trump's margin would be. What are they saying tonight? Fresh reporting tonight for CBS Evening News, calling some of the sources close to the biggest Republican donors in the country. They say the mood behind the scenes, Nora, flat. That Haley has a lot of support politically, but they're not ready to open their checkbooks. They just don't see a viable path. But Haley is still going to hold fundraisers in Florida, California and New York. Nikki Haley sharpening her attacks on Donald Trump, talking about his age, his mental acuity, and challenging him to a debate. Will that happen? It's not going to happen. Trump campaign officials tell me it's off the table. He sees no reason to elevate her campaign by being on that stage. Let's talk about President Joe Biden. He got won a big endorsement uh, today from the UAW. And of course, that state of Michigan is a key state. Getting the UAW endorsement really significant for President Biden, especially in Michigan, which is going to be a battleground. But the scene there today at that rally with the UAW, really indicative of the challenges he's facing, was interrupted constantly by protesters like he was in Virginia last night, complaining about his foreign policy, especially how he's handling Israel's conflict with Hamas. This is a lingering issue over the Democrats right now. They like President Biden in the labor community, but a lot of younger progressives not so happy about foreign policy. Yeah, that has worried a number of Democrats what's happening in Michigan. Robert Costa, thank you so much. Appreciate your reporting. Now to those mounting troubles at Boeing, and we have some breaking news. Remember that door panel that flew off a 737 MAX 9 mid-flight a few weeks ago, leading to the grounding of all of those aircrafts? Well, the airlines are telling CBS News that those planes could be back in the air in a matter of days. That's new reporting. And this comes after Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun was on Capitol Hill today. We get more from CBS's senior transportation correspondent, Chris Van Cleve. 
tonight, a fresh look inside that horrifying Alaska Airlines flight, the gaping hole left after a door panel blew out earlier this month, leading to the grounding of the 737 MAX 9. Now, Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun is meeting with senators on Capitol Hill. We fly safe planes. We don't Easy put airplanes in the air that we don't have 100 percent confidence in. NTSB investigators have honed in on the four bolts that should have held that door panel in place. An anonymous post appearing to be from a Boeing employee alleges Boeing's own records show these four bolts were not installed, raising more questions about quality control. CBS News has confirmed 737 fuselages arrived at Boeing's Renton, Washington plant with so many problems, manufacturer Spirit Aerosystems assigned a team to be on-site to make repairs. Ed Pearson is a former Boeing senior manager turned max whistleblower. Would it surprise you to learn that bolts weren't put in a door panel? Not at all. In, In fact, the only thing surprising to us is we're so thankful that it wasn't a fatal crash. In a letter obtained exclusively by CBS News, Senator Tammy Duckworth is demanding the FAA deny Boeing's request for safety waivers on a future version of the 737 MAX. It it is such a bold-faced attempt to put profits over the safety of the flying public. It it, um, astonishes me that they would do this. Tomorrow, Boeing will pause production at the 737 factory for a safety stand-down focused on improving quality. Boeing is better than this. Flight 1282 should never have happened. Now, Boeing and its supplier, Spirit, declined to comment on the anonymous post citing the NTSB investigation. The NTSB says it is aware of that post. CBS News has not been able to independently verify those claims. Late today, the FAA announced it had approved the inspection procedure for airlines that could lead to the MAX 9 being returned to service in the coming days. The FAA, however, will not allow Boeing to increase the production rate of the 737 MAX as it had planned to do February first, Nora. Big news here on CBS. Chris Van Cleve with that fresh reporting. Thank you. Let's turn now to that extreme weather tonight. The South is in the bullseye for dangerous rain and flooding with watches in effect from southern Texas to Tennessee. It's part of the same system that drenched California earlier this week. CBS's Janet Shamland is in Houston, where more than 10 inches of rain has already fallen in some areas. A dramatic rescue, not a moment too soon. A Houston driver on top of his car as flash floodwaters swallow it. There you go. There you go. The storm drenching the south. Beyond relentless rain, hail, lightning, and dense fog. A whopping 10 inches of rain over the past three days northwest of Houston. Washing away roads like this one leading to a neighborhood. The deluge has swamped low-lying areas like this park in Houston and so many others across southeast Texas. And it's not over yet. More storms are expected on Thursday. This is a pretty bad storm, definitely. Louisiana is also in the path of flash flooding tonight, pushing dangerously close to homes. In Mississippi, this car filled like a bathtub full of water. It's the same storm that brought ferocious flooding to San Diego earlier in the week after historic rainfall resulted in hundreds of water rescues and a state of emergency. In Northern California, newly released video shows a woman being rescued after she was stranded for 14 hours when her car flipped in rising water. It could have had a whole different outcome. Um, She could have been swept downstream, but strong enough to get up on top of the vehicle. Scientists say climate change will make scenarios like these a regular reality. With every one degree of warming, the air could hold 4% more moisture, and it has to go somewhere, meaning more rain and more flooding. 
Tonight, bios like this one are swollen with floodwaters, and this storm is not over yet. The ground here is so saturated that any additional amount of rain will mean more flooding. Nora? Janet Chamley, and thank you for being there. Well, for where these storms are headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Our flood risk will continue across the south for the next several days with more rain coming our way. We've already had very heavy rain the last week. Some areas across Texas and Louisiana, as much as eight inches of rain in the last seven days. Round after round of storms still in our forecast, especially through the day on Thursday. We'll see heavy rain across Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and all this pushing east as we go into Thursday afternoon should finally begin to relent as we get into Friday, but not before another three to five inches is on the way in spots with large large area of two to three inches back in our forecast. Going hand in hand with that, very warm temperatures, a lot of 60s and 70s across the south and temperatures across the north well above freezing. And that could last through the first week of February, which means, especially in our states that have snow, more rapid melt could lead to more flooding. Now to the standoff between the federal government and the state of Texas at the southern border. The Biden administration is demanding that Texas allow Border Patrol agents full access to a crossing point in the border town of Eagle Pass and is currently being blocked by the Texas National Guard. CBS's Omar Villafranca is at the site of the stalemate. This is Shelby Park on the Rio Grande. It is now the new battleground between the state of Texas and the federal government. But it didn't always look like this. Now it's fenced in, surrounded by miles of razor wire, just like this. And there's armed Texas National Guard on standby. Federal Border Patrol agents can't even get full access to the park, which they say is a problem if they're trying to reach migrants in distress. On Monday, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration, But our CBS cameras were there when they caught Texas National Guardsmen laying out more wire. Texas officials say they will hold the line. Federal officials say Texas should allow them full access to this park by Friday. Nora. Thank you, Omar. The repercussions of what's happening at the border are being felt across the country as Texas continues to bus migrants to major cities in the north, many of which are now completely out of space to house them. Our CBS Boston station captured this video. Dozens of migrant families now allowed into the terminal at Logan Airport overnight because there is no room left at shelters. And in Chicago, people are sleeping in buses while they wait for a place to stay. A big part of the problem is the ever-growing backlog of asylum cases. Right now, more than 3 million migrants are waiting for their cases to be heard in immigration court. Just last year, the backlog of cases was at 2 million. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas is in Miami, which has the largest backlog in the country. Well, Nora, this is Miami's immigration court, and you can tell by the markers on the ground, this is where people are told to line up. And on most days, you'll find a line of dozens of people trying to get inside to see a judge and learn more about their fate. About 275,000 cases of migrants placed in removal proceedings are pending in the Miami Immigration Court. That is the largest docket in the country. The average caseload nationally is now 4,500 per judge. And Nora, just for context, the amount of cases pending before just the Miami court now is roughly the same as there was nationwide a decade ago. Nora? 
Good contacts, Manny. Thank you. So what is being done about this? Well, on Capitol Hill, Senate Democrats continue to make headway in Congress on a border deal. There is agreement on allowing more deportations and detentions. The sticking point is whether to allow migrants to stay in the U.S. while waiting for their court dates and how to pay for it all. Tonight, Russia and Ukraine are blaming each other after the apparent downing of a plane that Russia says was carrying dozens of Ukrainian prisoners of war who were supposed to be released today in a prisoner exchange. We get details now from CBS's MTS Tayeb. This cell phone video captured the moment the Russian military plane fell from the sky. Good God, she screams. On the ground, the snow-covered wreckage is spread across a field in the western Belgorod region. Moscow has accused Ukrainian forces of shooting the plane down, killing all on board, including Ukrainian soldiers who were to be released as part of a prisoner exchange. There were six crew members on board and 65 Ukrainian servicemen for exchange, he says. All the crew and passengers have died. CBS News cannot independently verify who was on board or what caused the plane to crash. But a spokesperson for Ukrainian military intelligence did say a prisoner exchange had been planned for today. The issue of POWs is deeply sensitive for both countries. Since the start of the war nearly two years ago, both sides have carried out 49 prisoner exchanges, with Kyiv saying more than 8,000 Ukrainians remain behind bars in Russia, including civilians. Ukraine's military still hasn't directly addressed the Kremlin's claims or the crash itself, instead calling out Russian missile attacks in the eastern city of Kharkiv, Ukraine's second largest, and the capital Kyiv that have killed 18 people and injured more than 130 over the past 24 hours. And if 65 Ukrainian servicemen were killed in the downing of the plane, as Moscow says, it would be one of Ukraine's largest single-day death tolls in months in a war that is now in its 700th day. Nora. MTS Tayab, thank you. A manhunt is underway for two dangerous inmates on the run. We've got those details next. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
Tonight, the search continues for two men who broke out of a detention center in Arkansas. The inmates, 22 and 23 years old, are considered dangerous. One was being held on suspicion of murder. Officials say they broke out several days ago through a hole in a shower ceiling that led to the roof. The Barbie backlash after the director and star are left off the list of Oscar nominees. That's next. Tonight, there's outrage and backlash about who was snubbed in the Oscar nominations, including the two women behind the cultural phenomenon movie, Barbie. CBS's Jolene Kent reports that for many, the movie's themes are being repeated in real life. Hi, Ken. To the legion of Barbie fans. Never forget that the system is rigged, so find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. The Oscar nominations were life-imitating art. Snubbed the two women who brought Barbie to life, Greta Gerwig and lead actress Margot Robbie. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, but if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. Supporting actress America Ferreira was nominated, and so was Ryan Gosling. I'm just kidding. The supporting actor said there is no movie without Gerwig and Robbie, adding they made us laugh, they broke our hearts, they pushed the culture, and they made history. Could I just meet the woman in charge, your CEO? Oh, that would be me. This is a terrible look for the Oscars because it was a movie predicated on criticizing the patriarchy. Hillary Clinton tweeted, while it can sting to win the box office but not take home the gold, your millions of fans love you. Barbie is the highest grossing film ever by a female director, earning nearly a billion and a half dollars at the box office. It did receive eight Oscar nominations, including Best Picture with Robbie listed as a producer and Gerwig nominated for Adapted Screenplay. I'm not good enough for anything. Organizers had to do some soul searching to ask themselves why they are getting results like this that are so prominent and so such bad optics. Now, experts have told us that Oscar voters often tend to gravitate towards dramas and they can be more skeptical of comedies. But there were other big names passed over this year. Greta Lee, Leonardo DiCaprio, Fantasia Barrino, among many others. And these Barbie snubs very much striking a nerve with fans. Nora. Yeah, that monologue that starts, it's literally impossible to be a woman has resonated with so many people. Chilling Kent, thank you so much. Thanks, Nora. Comedian Jon Stewart is making his return to The Daily Show. That's right. We've got the details next. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, a familiar face is returning to late-night TV. 
John Stewart is coming back as host and executive producer of The Daily Show, at least on a temporary basis. Stewart will be behind the desk every Monday starting on February 12th through the 2024 presidential election. Comedy Central said a rotating lineup of correspondents will sit in for Stewart during the rest of the week. Comedy Central is owned by Paramount Global, the parent company of CBS News. Welcome back, John. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.